Welcome to the Akajack Podcast, episode 22. What's up there, buddy? How we doing? Oh, you know, just <clears throat> trying to decide if I'm going to put in for the Alabama job. Too late. Dunfield, bro. Yeah, well, they hadn't seen my resume yet. No, I do want to put out a little, uh, that. a little PSA. I'm fighting a little deep cough action, so I will do my best, my absolute best, to get on the mute button before I let one fly. But in the event I'm not quick enough on the trigger, I will at least try to get my head turned so I'm not blowing eardrums out. We'll just bleep it out. We'll use the bleep function for coughs, but not for anything else. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been a big week, dude. Yeah. Like where do you want to where do you want to start? <laughs> I mean, football of some flavor. Let's do the coaches. That's a big. That's that's probably the biggest like news. News. You going all like all rank like Pete Carroll, Belichick. I mean, we can we can, we can we can hit them. We can hit them. We can hit them all. But yeah, like just in general. So, I'll, I'll start with uh, Saban, uh, and I just want to say that the 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 SEC has let out a sigh of relief. Oh hell uh, yeah, they have. We are we are so happy that he's finally gone, <laughs> and he did it in typical like in Saban fashion. Like I was reading an article of summary of Reese Davis's sit down with him, and he was interviewing for open positions on his coaching staff, like within the hour of him making that announcement to his team. Yeah, good. Like, I I mean obviously we'll we'll talk about uh, hiring and everything, but but I'm curious what your opinion is. How much say did he have in who they got to fill that spot? Oh, a huge amount, huge amount. Especially he had to right. Especially since I mean he's it's not like he's disappearing, right? They said he's going to have an office in Bryant Denny. Um. He'll still be connected in some. I don't know what exactly what that looks like. I don't know if I was a head coach coming in following that. That's something I'd like have arguably the greatest college football coach of all time looming. Uh, over there's no time. There is no arguably about it, bro. I don't think. I, don't, I, I, yeah. I, I will. I will. I will die on that hill. That there is no argument. There is no one that you could name that that. I think I think that you could make a compelling argument is better, at all. I don't think there's right. I don't think there's anybody. Um, I don't I don't I wouldn't want I wouldn't want that guy looming over me all the time. So here's my I get it can question. be a benefit. Here's my next question about that. Because I think, because because I think that that he had a lot of say in who they who they filled the position with uh, as well. But 
um, how good this is a two, this is kind of a two parter. How good do they have to do for the university to be okay? Like how long does, does this guy get before the university has an issue with it? How long does he get before the fans have an issue with him? Does he even get any time to screw up? I mean, does he get any? I mean, any leeway at all? I think I, mean, I think your Alabama you know. fans, the the few that I know, um, I think they'll say, "Oh no, we'll, like we'll give him time," but like I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think they're going to give him like any time. Because the st- the standard for that program has been set, yeah, and it's college football playoff or nothing, yeah. The amount of so you know where you know where I stand, uh, even at Alabama, personally, this is my personal opinion, and I I am open to it being incorrect, but this is just me where I stand. You get four years, bro. Yeah. Now I've said, you know, I've I've obviously made the concession that with the transfer portal, you know, I would be willing to lower that, but for the most part, I'm willing to give a I'm I'm willing to give a guy four years before I actually before they should be fired because want to show them the door, yeah, um, but Caitlin DeBoer, he, he does not have that much time. There's no way, not there. That's what I'm saying. That's just me personally. I'm I'm cool with four years. Like if 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 three years from now, Alabama's nine. They win nine games. They go nine and three. I'm not gonna be like. I'm not gonna sit here and say like, yeah, he deserves to be fired because they lost three games. But I know that they. I know that that Alabama fans probably. They probably wouldn't let it get to that third year if that was the case, honestly. Oh, no. Let me ask you this about um, your four-year thing. Yeah. Would you – were you a four-year guy with uh, John L. Smith and Chad Morris? Um, Not with John L. Smith, for sure, because – He was a uh, he? Because of the interim tag. Um. Oh. And with Chad Morris, I was the first season. And the only reason I dropped my four-year argument uh, the second season is because... So every every rule has an exception, right? Um, you knew. Everyone watching Arkansas football knew in Chad Morris's second season that that dude, that dude was... There was there was no such thing as as give him two more years to recruit and get his guys in there and we'll be fine. That wasn't right. something that was going to happen. Everybody, if you don't believe that, then you're just wrong. I mean that everybody could tell that that was the case. Uh, there obviously there were the people that were saying that were the conspiracy that he was tanking on purpose to get his buyout or whatever. I don't. I'm not going to claim that that's the case. He. You know he's probably just incompetent, but um, he didn't get no buyout at Allen Texas High School. No, he did not. 
No, uh, you know, obviously there's situations where, you know, the, you can, where I'll forego the four-year uh, grace period, but um, at a place like Alabama, you know, I'd be willing to say that they probably, like if they, if he comes out and goes like, and he wins like six games, like, yeah, I probably don't think you give him four years. <laughs> like, right. But yeah, if you drop three, like, you win nine. Like Alabama, when's the last time Alabama only won nine games a season? Yeah, I don't fucking know. But I would, but, and I'm not a fan, so my opinion doesn't matter. But I, like, if he came out next year and won nine games, like, I don't think he should be fired over that. No, I don't think so either. But you and I know well enough that there's people that would be calling for his head. Oh, then there will be. There will be regardless. Anyway, Kalen DeBoer is going to Alabama. I think we talked about it earlier. I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, super thrilled with it. But again, not a fan, so I don't know that <laughs> whether whether I like it or not matters. Um, right. I was, dude. I'm. 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 I was Team Sark, bro. That's where I was, and I—I I mean, on the coaching thing, it was funny to me just how many. I get there was some names that were thrown, like Sark thrown around. He came out and the university put on X that he wasn't going anywhere. Um, Norvell did the same thing. I think Norvell might have been the first one. Yeah, Dan Lang. Dan, Dan Lang might have been the first one. Yeah, Dan yeah. Lang may have been the first one. Um, we had guys like, I mean, Kiffin came out and said something. Um, but the one that struck me as odd was Lincoln Riley. Like, no one, your name's not even been mentioned. My favorite was the Twitter With trolls this. calling for Butch Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah. So, Kalen DeBoer... Um, all-time head coaching record is 104 and 12. Oh, I'm not saying he's bad. I don't no, think I'm not he's saying bad he's at bad all either. I just don't know that. I'm trying to compare him to somebody, and I don't really know who to compare him to. Um, the thing is, is he's like, he's not, but he's a relatively like, like compared to some of the other options they had. He's a relatively new D1 coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his, uh, his, uh, his, his coaching jobs before Washington were Fresno State and Sioux Falls, right? No, he was – he's been in D1 a little bit longer. He was at Southern Illinois. Well, Fresno State and Sioux Falls are both D1. They're just – Fresno State's okay, G5 so, and Sioux Falls is FCS, I think. Sioux Falls, he was OC from 2004. Then uh, I assume this is head coach from 05 to 09. Went to Southern Illinois as offensive coordinator from 10 to 13. Eastern Michigan, same position, 14 to 16. Fresno State for a season, under the same position. Indiana for one season, at the same position. And then back to Fresno State as a head coach for the 2021 then Washington for 
And now. So he's only had three seasons as a head coach? Well, three different teams as a head coach. Not three seasons. He was head coach at Sioux Falls for four years. Okay. Well, okay. Three seasons as a FBS head coach. Yes. Fresno State and Washington. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. Just relative, like, relative to some of the other options, he's fairly new on the. You don't want to use the word, but I want to throw. Uh, you kind of want to use the word "unproven" a little bit, just because of the time frame. It's so hard to say that about a guy who just played for a national title, but I agree. Right. Um. Yeah, I. I mean, I agree. Maybe not like fully unproven, but like, you know, definitely more so than some of the other options, I think is kind of where I'm getting at. Yeah. He'll find out how good he is real quick because he ain't played. I mean, I get he played Michigan in the national championship game and uh, who'd they play in the playoff? Who, Michigan? No, They played Alabama. Oh, Texas. I mean, I guess we'll see. He's about to see Texas. He's about to see Texas year yeah. in, year out, too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't hope the guy fails, but I just no man just falling. And I get the competitive nature, but falling. If anything, stuff like that. If anything, I I don't necessarily hope they fail for his sake, but I. I would like to see Alabama not be the best team in the SEC West anymore. Yeah. I think everybody would be good with that, except Alabama fans. Well. And we don't care yeah. about them. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about Bill. I think we kind of saw that coming. I'm surprised. Bill and Pete. I'm a little bit surprised it took this long for it to happen. Um. I may be wrong on this because I haven't done the research behind it, but you just don't hear about it as much. Um, I don't know that there's that many guys that were in Belichick's position that were doing what he did, being the GM and the head coach. And I don't know that I necessarily no. like – I don't necessarily like that, that the dual position type thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so – I'm willing to say this. I'm curious if you're willing to say it. Are you willing to give Belichick the same the same t- title in the NFL as you are Nick in the in college? Oh, absolutely. I think so too. Absolutely. I don't know I mean, how you you're gonna, the, the arguers. You're going to have people come in and argue. Oh, he was he had a losing record without Belichick or without Brady. Well, okay. so yeah, you're you're right. He did, but guess what? He didn't have when Brady was there. They were a dominant, dominant force. The thing that you have to remember, too, or not you have to remember, but people that would detract from that have to remember is that, yeah, he had a losing record without Brady, but you got to look at the guys that played while Brady was there who, on any other team, probably never would have made a career in the NFL. 
Right. Like, would Julian Edelman even – would you even know who Julian Edelman was if he played for any other team? No. He was a, he was a, a damn quarterback <laughs> in college. Yeah, I don't think – I don't think anybody would even know that guy. Um, I mean, how do you – three-time AP Coach of the Year, eight-time Super Bowl champion. He was there for 23 years as head coach. Not only that, that and I mean – unheard of. And, I mean, I understand it's it's just a couple guys, but, I mean, has Malcolm Butler been anywhere near as good as he ever was when he was with Pitt, when he was with uh, New England? No. No. Um, he's not even starting now, I don't think. I mean, there's been some guys come through there that the only reason they made a career was because they played for a guy who could coach them into a position for them to utilize what their he needed them to do skills. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that alone doesn't make him the best, but the fact that he won six Super Bowls doing it does, I think. Yeah. He has he holds the record for most Super Bowl wins at eight, most Super Bowl wins as head coach is six, most Super Bowl appearances is twelve. Appearances as a head coach, nine. Most playoff wins as a head coach, 31. Playoff appearances as a head coach, tied at uh, 19, which I assume is just making the playoffs any regardless. Then 17 divisional championships as a head coach. In 24 seasons. Yeah. That's ridiculous. He ain't done. Where do you think he, where do you think he lands at? Someone's—I mean, someone's going to get him. I don't the want to. They're looking for a coach. I don't want him to go to the Chargers because I don't want to throw this out there because it hasn't happened. But um, Green Bay. I tell you what—you know what might be an option if Green Bay wins tomorrow. Dallas. Nah. I don't think so. I don't think Dallas is going to I don't think Dallas is going to get rid of anybody if they if they lose tomorrow. I I wouldn't put it past Jerry. Oh, I could, I could I could be wrong, but how long was how long was uh oh, what's that dude's name? <laughs> the dude that was there forever. What's his name? Jason Garrett. Yeah, how how long was he there needing to be fired and nobody would cut him loose? Too long. It was, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't. But the flip side of that is that they may have like they may overcorrect for the Jason Garrett situation and like start firing people for nothing. So, right. Um, you never know. But I think Green Bay is in a lot better position to fire their coach than Dallas is, and I, I think like a team like Green Bay, team like team like uh, the Chargers, um, Indianapolis, right? Um, I think any of those teams would be looking for... I can tell you where he's going to go. He's going to go to somewhere that already has a quarterback established. I don't think so. I don't necessarily think so. I think he does. You think he would turn down a job just because they don't have a 
established quarterback. I mean, the thing about Belichick, I mean, he can do whatever he does. If he didn't want to do anything, he doesn't have to do anything. So he's I mean, going to be the true. absolute best situation for him to go to where he can, he's going to want to go somewhere where he can win immediately with what's there. Yeah. But the people who are ready to win immediately probably aren't looking for a coach. Well, the chargers are. I don't think they're equipped to win immediately, <laughs> personally. No, but they have a quarterback that can. I mean, he ain't bad. He just no. They have a good quarterback. Head. They have a good wide receiver, and they have a good running back. But guess what? Yeah, you still got to play defense. Pittsburgh had one of the best quarterbacks, the best wide receiver, and the best running back for about three years in a row, and didn't even make a Super Bowl. So, yeah. and they had. They also have one of the best coaches of all time coaching them. So, by the way, no losing seasons, still still uh, intact. The record still Wild. still holds. I, I regret everything I said about uh, thinking that it wasn't going to happen. So, <laughs> uh, shout out Mike Tomlin. Good job, bro. Appreciate you. Doing doing good work, bud. Um, Pete Carroll. I really don't care. I don't I care like either. Him. I didn't like him at USC. The the, fu- the not- funny thing about Pete Carroll is so this it's twenty twenty four now, <clears throat> and the every time I think about Pete Carroll, the first thing that pops into my head is the Malcolm Butler pick. Yeah. Every time. Every time. I don't know why. It just that's the first thing that I think about when I think of Pete Carroll. Um, why are we throwing the ball? I just Yeah. Not a fan. I don't know. I've never never been a fan of the guy, so was I I don't know where you were shocked, but a little bit surprised maybe that I mean you got three guys with very long tenures as head coaches that just bounced out. Yeah, but he's staying back with back Seattle. Back. Oh, like a Saban situation? Well, they said he'll have a role with the team, like I guess some kind of analyst or something or maybe an advisor. I don't know. But they it said the little blurb thing said that he would still have a role with the team. So I doubt he'll be looking for a new job. No. No. Hey, back to the saving thing quick. Do you think how much of the this new college football world that we live in played into that? You know, where you're where you're literally that's what a lot of someone, people are I, I read a quote. Them. I read a quote earlier this week and I hadn't thought about it, but it makes complete perfect sense. Like you spend like obviously you have dead periods and whatnot where you can't recruit, but like not only are you recruiting players to come to your program during the times that you can. And some coaches do it when times that you can't, but you're also recruiting your own guys to stay year round. Um, Not all of them. Not all of them. Here's my thing. There's a lot of people who are like saying, Oh, he retired because of the new, you know, the new way of college football. What college football's turned into is 
they've run off one of the they've run off the best coach of all time because of what college football's turned into. Um, and I'm I'm not I mean I'm not gonna say that that's not the case, but the dude is seventy two years old. Oh, one hundred percent. It's exhausting. Like, I can't. I don't think. I do not think that I have that I could sit here and say that it's a reason other than he's seventy two and he wants to freaking retire. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I think we're in an age now where, like, I mean, I feel this way about my profession. Like, when I'm eligible to retire, I'm retiring because I don't want to fall into this category of I'm working until. I can't move and then I'm retired and then I'm dead in a year. I'll or put it to you this like way. This Joe, is... Joe Paterno who coached and I mean, almost died Mac on the sideline. Right. Mac like, Brown's same age as, as Nick Saban. Yeah. Here's my thing. Um, I'm not going to say it didn't play a role. Like I'll put it to you this way. Um, had, had the NIL stuff not happened and the transfer portal stuff not happened. He might have coached till he was 74 instead of 72. Right. Right. Like, I, like, sure, it could have played a role in like when he retired, but I think he's gotten to the point where, dude, you've, you've achieved all you can. What else, what else do you have to prove? I don't know that there's a person. I could be wrong. I don't know that there's a, a coach alive a coach that has been born yet that is going to even be in the argument for what Nick Saban has accomplished. No. Why not retire, bro? You're 72. You only got one life, man. Go live it up for, you know, however long you got. You know, Um, I don't know what the – vacation scene is like around Tuscaloosa, but you know, go live your retirement, bro. Let me see if I can find this picture quick. I don't know if I'm able to, but they showed a picture of Saban and Miss Terry. Yeah. The, did you see it? Oh, that's not, no, that's not the one I thought you were going to say. Um, at the introductory press conference for DeBoer. And you talk about just an unimpressed, look that dude always looks unimpressed (laughs) i know there's just it's it's anyone trying to gauge nick saban's feelings based on his facial expression is is already at a disadvantage yeah you can't yeah can't that dude could be up by 45 at half and when they do the halftime interview he's going to be like yeah we fucking suck we well, just better. like Tua, Tua's got a recent. Well, I say recent. He's got an interview that's been floating around recently. That just uh, they they were like, um, because say he got up to. The, I don't remember. I think it was the national championship game one, whatever year it was, and he went to the sideline after uh, they ended up scoring a touchdown, and Saban was like, "Why did you take that sack?" And Tua's like, he kind of smirks and he's like, "My response to him was, we needed more room to throw the ball." And he's like, that was fucking stupid. Don't do it again. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's funny. But anyway, you got anything else on the old? Uh, yeah, one more coaches? thing. One more thing. 
it's very reminiscent of the Oklahoma City situation, in my opinion, that the Cleveland Browns at one point had Bill Belichick and Nick Saban on the coaching staff. <laughs> and still still sucked. Oh yeah. Terrible. That's so funny. That is so funny to me. It's it yeah. is very funny to me. Yeah. Um, it just reminds me of the OKC situation. You know, you have James Harden, KD, and Russell Westbrook. You have three MVPs on the same roster, and you can't make it out of the freaking first round of the playoffs. Right. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, right. I didn't watch it. I don't know if you did, but since we're on college football and the college football season is over, I guess it's the last thing we ever have to talk about regarding college football, at least for another nine months. Um, Michigan – Washington. Did anyone watch this game? Um, I'm curious. Hold on. Actually, I'm going to look that up, what the viewership numbers were. I watched bits of it. I will admit that, and I say admit, that's a kind of a, um, that's kind of a leading word because, uh, I did not watch any of it. And I said I wouldn't watch any of it, so it's not really admitting. It's just like doing the thing I said I would do. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't watch I didn't watch a second of it. I got the update on my phone that the game started, and I was like, oh, forgot that was today, and then just moved on with your didn't life. Didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, 25 million viewers. Um apparently was the best audience since Clemson LSU in 2020. Really? So, yep, not not a great stat for my argument, but that's okay. That's okay. I figured I'm, it would be I'm, lower. I'm bound to be wrong every now and then. Guess I was wrong about that one. No, that's okay. Or maybe just Michigan has a shit ton of fans. That might be, you know, maybe maybe that's the case. It could be all over the country. There's some here in Maumel. I know at least there's at least one. I know that. Um, yeah, I didn't watch the game, so uh, I don't. I don't really know. I guess. Uh, I mean, I could talk. I guess I'll talk about it from a from a broader perspective because I don't really want to talk about the individual game because I don't have anything. I don't have any insightful uh, commentary to give. But from the overarching part of it, um, it's it's good that a non-SEC team won the title. Good for who? It's good for football. Okay. Do you disagree? No, I'm just I was asking posing the question. Okay. I, I just disagree. I was just I was just curious. You just seemed it seemed like a disagreeing question. So I was. Just... I, th- I don't think that sentiment is felt um, throughout fans of any SEC football team. I would I would argue the majority of the team of fans of SEC football teams. I think uh, we can both agree the SEC is the best college football league there is. Yeah. I've. I don't have numbers on this, so I'm just speaking out of my head. But I would not be 
I would be shocked if South Carolina Gamecock fans were happy that an SEC team did not win the national championship. Well, okay, so I'll put it in perspective from my point of view, and it may be a stupid, maybe stupid because my point of view is coming from the bottom of the barrel SEC four and eight. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like my perspective may be a little bit skewed, but I'll say this: this is a little two minute caveat here, uh, kind of off topic. Doing this with you every weekend has made me more appreciative in general, not just in football, but in general, of the actual sport and the actual health of the sport. And that's in baseball, football, basketball, that's all of it. Um, and, and, and more appreciative of the general, you know, well-being of the sport as opposed to just how my team is doing. Because honestly, prior to, to sitting here, and, and actually having these conversations, I didn't really give a shit about anything other than whatever Arkansas <laughs> was doing. Like, if it didn't have or, to do... Or not with, doing. Yeah, if it didn't have to do with the freaking Razorbacks, like, I wasn't really that concerned. Like, I may take notice or, or right. you know, whatever, but, like, I didn't really give a shit. It wasn't really anything I was concerned with. Um, and now I'm a lot more uh, interested in the, the overall health and well-being of the sport as a whole. And I think I've made my opinion pretty clear on the the uh the direction that college football is headed or or may already be in as far as uh it's no longer an amateur sport it's it's a right. it's a professional football league and that's fine i'm not or you know not saying making a statement on whether that's good or bad it's just a fact um but i do think for the sport it's 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 good for the sport of college football that somebody proves that hey <clears throat> just because the SEC might might be and you can make an argument it's not but just because the the SEC might be the best conference top to bottom doesn't mean that the rest of us are just schmucks you know <clears throat> right and i agree with that the the thing i the thing i think it is equivalent to is the patriots winning well winning the AFC East every year, right? And then winning as many Super Bowls and going to as many Super Bowls as they did with Tom Brady, right? Is that good for the Patriots? Absolutely. Is it good for the NFL? I would argue that it's not, right? I see but, where you're coming from on that because I remember when they were on their run of every year, it's Patriots. I'm like, right. gosh, damn. Can this it's the same argument stop? I made. Like, I think like the first or second episode we did on this on this podcast was the same argument I made that like seeing the same teams every year play for like the big championship in whatever respective sport you pay attention to is boring. That's not that's not what I think is I, to, to me personally. That's not good for the sport. It's boring. That's not right. what's going to attract young viewers. Uh, you know, like, okay, so for for instance, if you grew up a, well, we were talking about it earlier, so I just use an example. If you if you grew up a Fresno State fan, what do you watch college football for every year? 
Right. Are you watching because your team has a shot at playing for a national title? Absolutely not. There, there is no scenario in which a sane person who <laughs> likes Florida or Fresno State wakes up in the morning and they're like, "Yeah, we got a shot." This is our they year. could be they could be twelve and zero playing for a conference championship. You don't have a shot, bud. You don't have a shot. What are you? What do you? What what keeps you invested in the sport? And I don't think watching the same teams play for a title every season keeps people in general invested in the sport. Um, on one hand, I think that's a good thing um, or a good reason why Nick Saban is leaving because it opens up that door for someone else in the SEC, almost certainly Georgia, uh, <laughs> to to take over the, the dynasty, you know, title. Um, right. But at the same time, um, anytime there's there's a, 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 a power vacuum, it's not just one team that's going to be fighting for that spot. There's going to be multiple teams that are fighting to get in that spot. So, um, I yeah, wasn't I leaning just, one way or the other, but you've you've convinced me to lean towards the to your viewpoint on this, just because the way you worded it, like. I've always been able to like sit down and not. I'm not gonna say watch whole games, but sit down and just watch. For, just for instance, A and M and Tennessee today. Mm-hmm. Like last year, two years ago, I may have watched like I don't know five or ten minutes of it, but it was a good game. I watched the entire freaking game. Yeah. So. Yeah. You've you've swayed me to to that belief. I guess part of the, I guess the main reason that I was leaning towards it's probably just Big Ten. I hate the Big Ten. I really don't have any <laughs> valid reason to hate the Big Ten other than the fact that my I just don't like the way they Ohio are huge like Ohio State fans, and I hate Ohio State. And they it just it drives like so when I, when the Big Ten doesn't win, especially when Ohio State doesn't win. It brings me great joy. Well, you know, Arkansas, we we hate Ohio State in general for 2011. So right, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's good for the sport, but I don't really give a shit about Michigan or Washington. Don't care who wins the game. It's not an SEC team, so I'm cool with it. I'm well, and you had checked glad somebody ball weeks before that game happened anyway. Glad somebody other than the SEC won, to be honest. Um, see, that's the thing is the only I think I've, we've had this discussion out outside of this uh, too, and this is a good segue. I think the only sport where being a conference homer makes sense is college basketball. Yeah. It's the only sport, and the only reason that being a conference homer makes sense in college basketball is because doesn't matter who you root for, doesn't matter what school you root for. Every school in your conference that makes it to a certain level in the NCAA tournament gets your school a paycheck. Right. 
you should be rooting for every Big 12 team you can if you want Kansas right. to get a bigger paycheck. And I right. should be rooting for every SEC team I can if I want Arkansas to get a bigger paycheck. So bigger paycheck means better facilities, means more opportunities for recruiting, more opportunities for this new NIL system that they're trying to dish out where schools can directly pay athletes. Um, like more money for the university is a good thing for, you know, if you like your school, right? So in, right. in college basketball, like more power to you, dude. SEC, go team, go do the damn thing. Woo, you know, <laughs> awesome. Every other sport, don't care. Don't care. Don't I? That couldn't. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. And while we're talking about SEC dominance, real quick, just want to point out. <clears throat> I think me and you both agree that the SEC is the best football conference. It is hilarious to me how in college baseball, that argument, you th that's not even an argument. Right. Like it's so far, it's so different that like, SEC is the best football conference. There are plenty of people who would argue with you on that, right? Mm-hmm. How many people would argue that the SEC is not the best baseball conference? They'd argue, but they don't have anything to stand on. Well, first of all, the only people who would argue that are, are Big 12 fans. Are like... Of certain teams of Big 12. Because, because the Big 12 is the only other conference who's even remotely close, top to bottom, remotely close to the SEC in baseball. And the fact is, with Texas and OU coming to the SEC, that's not even true anymore. Right. That's not even true anymore. The SEC is, is far and away. The Big 12 fans can't even make an argument anymore. No. Um, we go to Oklahoma State. Woo! No pokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the ACC is good, but they're not the SEC. Like, at, at the end of the day, they're just not. Um Top to bottom, they're not as good. They have they have really good teams at the top. Wake Forest is fantastic. Uh, you know, UNC's good. Obviously, Miami's good, but it's not the SEC. You know, it's just a right. different beast. Um, it's so funny to me that the disparity between sports is just it's hilarious. Um, anyway, I don't I don't know. There's probably some transfer news or something in college football. I'm sure. I don't Jay know what it is. Who? Jalen Milrow. Good. There's a couple Alabama guys that that entered the portal right after Saban retired, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, one of the receivers. I think there was a – yeah, Isaiah Bond. Austin, Texas um, to have a visit today. Oh, I hope he goes there. I hope he I does. Would be that would be so hidden. funny. That would be so freaking <laughs> funny. Sergeant did you see Lane – did you see Lane Kiffin trolling – the internet again posted the picture of the Oxford airport. Yeah. <laughs> that dude's, that dude's funny. I he's love so, that dude's Twitter, man. He's, he's, he's awesome. Uh, um, there was one today. It said, uh, do you remember where you were 14 years ago when Kiffin left Tennessee and Kiffin responded to, him, he said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's like awesome. You were gold. 
That dude, you can say whatever you want about that guy, but anyone who who would argue that that dude is not funny on Twitter is wrong. That dude is hilarious yeah. online. Uh, yeah, he's 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 very much in touch with with what's going on. Uh, I don't know. I don't have any college football stuff. Uh, nope. Season's over. So. You want to stay in the college basketball or do you want to stay in the football land and do NFL quick? Let's do NFL because uh, some stuff has occurred. The Texans talk about, destroyed. Talk, no, 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 no. We'll talk what? about the small stuff afterwards. You, I wanna, let's lead off with the, the big stuff. You talk about your boys, you talk, man. Talk about the Chiefs. Talk about them. This is your segment. Cold, cold, buddy. Beers yeah, dude. National loading. National Weather Service issued a warning, man. Yeah, beers were exploding. They showed a video of someone, a vendor, taking a water bottle out of the refrigerator, and they held it up, and it just turned into ice. <laughs> That's like those videos you see online of the people taking the pan of water and they throw it, and it just <coughs> turns into turns into snow when they throw it, right? Yeah, 100%. It was cold enough probably so, to do that. Oh, 100 yeah, absolutely. Um about an hour before the game, I don't know who he was. Somebody tweeted a some news guy tweeted a picture of the parking lot as like emptiest I've ever seen it and showed a little pan shot. And I was like, yeah. "Oh shit, like is there going to be anybody at the game?" Like I was I was nervous. <laughs> I'm like <clears throat> the cold and Arrowhead itself is home field advantage, but like the fans make it what it is. And I'm like, holy hell! Like no, no one's gonna go because everybody was pissed off about this whole Peacock thing. And it wasn't a sellout, but it was full. It was pretty damn full. Um, Hold on, I'm gonna caveat real quick because since yeah. we're talking about the weather part of it, um, and then I'll let you talk about the game because I didn't watch it. Um, I made this comment to you yesterday. I want to know 100%. Arkansas, Kansas are playing in the national championship in an outdoor sport. Don't really care which one. Arkansas, Kansas playing outdoor championship. Uh, it's negative 30. Oh, God. Wind chill. Whatever you want to – whatever it was at KC today, that's what the weather is at the Kansas-Arkansas national championship game in this made-up sport that we're talking about. You have free tickets to, like, whatever the best seats would be. Are you going to that game? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. I told, no Megan, I told Megan before before this game started tonight, just seeing how much fun they were having in the stadium. I'm I don't like, care. If I, didn't, if I didn't live six hours from there, like, if I – if I lived in like Northwest Arkansas, I would have one hundred percent went to that game. I don't care. It's negative thirty, buddy. Take them. Oh, your take your them. legs wouldn't work. Your legs take wouldn't them. work. No, I would be able to move. Take them. <laughs> take the tickets. <laughs> I don't want them. Somebody come. Somebody take them off yeah. me. I don't want them. Free free tickets. Fifty yard line. Whatever. Like I don't care if it's if it is that cold. Absolutely yeah. not under any circumstances am i going to that game you could pay me frankly i don't even need free tickets <laughs> you paid me to go to that game i wouldn't be going to that game anyway right talk about the chiefs i just wanted to get that out there 
um, man. So we got Chiefs got the ball to start the game. First two plays, incomplete passes. One, yeah, I, you can call it a drop if you want to hit his hands. Kelsey dropped one right out of the gate, and then he Mahomes threw a dinky ass pass to I want to say running back out in the flat. But started over two, did not look real promising. Um, did drive down the field and scored to go up seven to nothing, mainly on the back of Isaiah Pacheco, who was running like he hates the ground again, like he does every game. Um, Chiefs defense, like we, like I've talked about all year. I mean, they did it. They showed up and did what they were supposed to do. Held uh, Miami to 76 yards rushing on the entire game. Held two at 199. Had one pick. Sacked him twice. Uh, Miami had said, some of their players apparently had said, like, the, the cold wasn't affecting them. They were ready to go regardless. It was pretty evident after their after that first drive when KC drove down the field and scored, their defense had no interest in playing in that. I, I, don't, I don't think any of them. I don't think there's very, I think there's very few people on that field that have played in conditions like they played in today. Um, dude, the Chiefs had a chance to go. They it it should have been twenty eight to seven at halftime. Uh, <coughs> they had a touchdown well, called back on a on a block in the back, which it was a it was the right call to make. Um, Kelsey dropped a pass inside the five. Where if he caught it, it would just literally turn around because the defender came, blew past him. Um, then they piddled down and died inside the somewhere in the red zone. I don't remember what, but thank God for Harrison Butker. We were up sixteen to seven at half. Um, but did what Casey's been doing. They shut him out in the second half. They didn't. They didn't score. They shut Tyree Kill completely down again, like they did in Germany. He had sixty-two yards receiving, and they all came on their one scoring drive. Um, he's he scored their only touchdown, but Rishi Rice went off. He had eight catches for 130 yards and two touchdowns. No, one touchdown because the second one got called back for the block in the back. Um, it was so cold that Mahomes late in the game it was in the I want to say it was in the fourth quarter. He was uh, he tucked it and took off for the end zone, <coughs> and uh, I forgot to hit my mute button. Um, <laughs> he collided with the defender. His helmet shattered. I saw something about that. And I don't know if the refs didn't see it because it was bad. Like, the, you saw a piece fly off when he got hit or when they collided. Uh, but then they showed his helmet. And, like, it was, it was beyond repair. And... He went, I want to say it was two plays before the white hat stepped in and looked at it. And he's like, you either got to leave the game, call timeout or get a new helmet. And so they brought a helmet in that didn't fit and he was pissed about it. And they ended up having to kick a field goal anyway, but they were trying, they were taking pads out of his old helmet, trying to put it in this new helmet, trying to take the face mask out. Like nothing, nothing worked, but survive in advance, baby play postseason football. Doesn't matter how you win, survive in advance. So here's my question. Uh, I have two questions. Um, the cold weather obviously 
played a part in this game. How much we know the Dolphins were players were affected by it. How much were the Chiefs players affected by it? Not near as much. Not anywhere close to near as much. Because the like I think the I think I read earlier this week the Dolphins can take their indoor facility down to fifty degrees. Well, oh, that's that not even that's not even fucking not hoodie even weather, dude. No, <laughs> so you don't um, even need a jacket in fifty degrees. Were you serious? No, yeah, absolutely not. Um, Reed, they practice in the out like they they practice outside all week. Not saying though that gets them used to it. I don't think you can get used to negative twenty seven degree wind. Well, chill. I think it was I think it was ninety degrees in Miami this week. So <laughs> it's when they flew really. out, it was eighty five with a ninety degree heat index yesterday when they flew out of Miami. Yeah, I don't think I don't think practicing outside would have done them any good in Miami. No, no, and that's like they were trying to simulate, which I don't even like to use that word because you're not going to simulate that in a fifty degree indoor facility. That's just fifty. That's just not cold. Buddy, you couldn't simulate that if it went down to zero. No. No. My other question, uh, we mentioned it. Well, we didn't mention it. I talked to you about it earlier. Um, New Heights, Jason and Travis had a discussion about Tyreek coming back to KC, uh, the reception he would get from the fans and the attitude that Tyreek might have towards the fans. Uh, obviously, in all, all in good good fun, all in, you know, jest, all in uh, respect, you know, even if he did egging him on or taunting or whatever, you know, those, those, I assume, those fans love that dude. That dude loves Kansas City. Um, he had nothing but love when he was there. What was the reaction like with him? coming back um you didn't there was i'd never heard i didn't hear any booze um especially when he scored there i didn't hear any booze um there have been mentioned i don't know where i heard it i think it was um i think it was on x by one of the guys that was there covering the game that tyreek had said that if he scored a touchdown he's gonna throw up the deuces like he had been known for when he was at kansas city before it became a a penalty to do that um he didn't um, didn't do a touchdown dance, went and handed the ball to his wife and went about his business. And it wasn't out of hand when he scored, was it? I think when I was looking at the box score, it wasn't. Like, when they scored that touchdown, it was still a close game. Oh, yeah, it was 10. It was, I think it was 10. To, uh, I think it was 10 nothing when they scored. So it was 10-7. Yeah, so it's a one-score game when he scored. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he was, it's not like garbage time. It's not like he was a touchdown in, yeah. you know. Uh-uh. I mean, that's interesting. Um, I mean, props to him, though. You know, I always like Tyreek. Glad to see him, even if it's with a different team. Glad to see him back in KC, you know. Snead absolutely destroyed him on one play. Did they he? lined up, and um, they were playing press, and as soon as the ball was hiked, Snead just punched him right in the mouth and <laughs> put him on the ground. And then pushed him again, got him on the ground, and then I mean, essentially just laid on him, took him completely out of the play. Um, but that's what they did in Germany. That's what Spags did in Germany. They Tyreek's a weapon. Everybody knows he's a, he's the fastest damn player in the NFL. Everybody knows he's a weapon. It's well, just a matter of. And he played for Andy Reid. 
I mean, right. it's um, not like Andy Reid doesn't know the dude. Right. But, so, I mean. How about, how about McDaniel, though? I mean, I understand that their season's over. But what a year, dude. Yeah. I think he's. What a year for a young coach. Young team, I think. Yeah. I mean, what a what a season, man. I think it did not end the way they wanted it to, obviously. Um, I think this is a – if I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, this is a good season. This is a good year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm upset about this season uh if I'm a Miami fan. I don't know how you could um, be. I think I think they I far be it for me, but I think they overachieved this year. Yeah, they, I think so they, they exceeded came out hot. I think they exceeded their their expectations coming into the season. I think yeah. they, I think they definitely did better than what a lot of people expected them to. Even with Tua and Tyreek, like I understand, they have two really good offensive players. Um, I think they, I think they exceeded expectations. I'm, I got high hopes for them next year. Everybody's talking about their their offensive line being weak uh, before the game today, and like we didn't, we had two sacks on Tua. It ain't like we. He was getting the ball out in like 2.77 seconds from the time he got it. So we didn't have I mean, many hurries on him. He wasn't hit a whole lot. I mean, that's a decent amount of time, honestly. I mean, yeah. um, I was – I mean, it's a decent, you know. Right. I didn't I, I didn't think their offensive line was bad. I, their defensive line needs some help because there were times where Mahomes was in the pocket for upwards of six and a half seconds. Don't they have uh... – who do they have on defense? Don't they have a Pro Bowler on defense? Yeah, Christian Wilkins on the line. Uh, they picked up Justin Houston late last week. He played a lot. Um, he's a former chief. Yeah, he's old, um, though. Yeah, he's old. They got Jalen Ramsey, Eli Apple. Jalen Ramsey's who I'm thinking of. I couldn't remember if he was there or not. Yeah. Eli Apple's not bad either. Here. No, he ain't bad. So they he got hurt. Some, they have some pieces. He got hurt there. early, but he came back in. They, yeah, they just don't. They need more on the line, man. I mean, Kansas City's Kansas City's offensive lines they're pretty damn good, but yeah. Well, they weren't um, last year. No hell no. The only problem <laughs> we have with our offensive line is Jawan Taylor, who's the most penalized single player in the entire National Football League. At right tackle, good. You deserve it. Yeah. No offense. Damn, dude, Eli Apple's as their third string corner. Really? They have, yeah, they have Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey, Cam Smith. Yeah. They got some guys on defense. I didn't realize their defense was that that good. But yeah, their their D line is kind of terrible. Christian Wilkins, Raquan Davis. I don't really have anything going on at linebacker either. Safeties are average. Corners are decent though. They got a decent little yeah. little group of cornerbacks. 
That's all I got on that game. Is that all you got yeah. on the Chiefs? Yeah. All right, Texans. Survive in advance. Um, Texans, Browns. Uh, I want to start off with this. Joe Flacco. I got a lot of respect for Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is in the AFC North, as you know, or was mm-hmm. in the AFC North. Well, still is in the AFC North, really. Uh, yeah. Joe Flacco, AFC North legend, frankly, as far as I'm concerned. Um, going into this game, do you know what Joe Flacco's wild card record is? Or was? No idea. Going into this game, Joe Flacco was 5-0 and in wild card Ooh. games. All right, Joe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't bet. I've never bet on a sports game in my life. If I was going to put money on this game, I'd have bet on Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns. That hurts me physically to say that. I know that's weird to you, but it physically hurts me to say that the Browns would win a game. Um I'm surprised, man. I'm surprised CJ Stroud went off as as much as he did. I'm I'm really surprised Joe Flacco threw back-to-back pick sixes. Yeah. That kind of hurts my feelings a little bit. Um I mean, killed him. Killed him. CJ Stroud I mean, been balling I... all year. Well, for a for a rookie quarterback, he's been phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, he he has been. Uh, it's it's hard. It, it's so hard to gauge though, because there's so many guys. There's so many young QBs right now that are good, but play for bad teams. Like, there's so many of them, right? Right. Um, CJ Stroud, um, Anthony William, or Anthony Richardson, um, Jordan Love, right? Um, I'm sure there's others. Justin Fields, still young, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of young guys who, who play for bad teams. And it's a lot of times, I think even, I mean, I'm sure that you, we've talked about this before, especially with like MVP voting and stuff like that. A lot of times like the, how the team does is kind of overrepresented in somebody's uh, worth. You know, how yeah. good the team is, is how good Patrick Mahomes is. Or how good the team is is how good Travis Kelsey is, you know. If they only win, if they only win ten games, right? Ten games is a decent season, but that's below expectations. And that's Patrick Mahomes hasn't played well, or Travis Kelsey hasn't played well, right? Or, you know, pick your team, name your player, but that's the argument, right? Right. Um, when the fact is, is that some of these guys play for shitty teams. And they're really good at what they do, right? Yeah. CJ Stroud, I think, because I'm gonna I'm gonna go against the grain here and call the Texans a shitty football team because I think they are. I don't think they're very good. Um, 
CJ Stroud is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Love is really good, right? In Green Bay. Yeah. Um, Anthony Richardson, when he's not hurt, was really good. <laughs> um, just as some examples. Yeah, CJ Stroud balled out, man. I mean, it's just, it's just. It was it was it was it was the perfect game for them, really. Oh yeah. I mean he yeah. he, he had two hundred and seventy four passing yards, but he passed for three touchdowns. All three um, touchdowns were in the first half, too. Devin Singletary, thirteen carries, sixty six yards, and a touchdown. Um their defense showed out though, man. As good as CJ Stroud is, I mean, they're they're that Texans deep. Now you could make the argument that it's Joe Flacco, you know, through the picks or whatever. But dude, you still got to have the players on defense to make the play. Hundred percent. You still got to have the players on defense to make the play. Texans. And then, like defense. Joe Flacco came off of, I mean, five and zero record in wild card that I didn't know. Like, that's salty. That's yeah. salty as shit. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like he's some just. He's not a Blaine Gabbert. Like Joe Flacco was a starting NFL quarterback. You know, like he was just yeah. picked up off the damn. I mean, he kind of was picked up off the street late in the season. <laughs> to play, but he's also a Super Bowl winner, though. I mean, right? It's not like he's, he's a proven just nobody winning quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Defense played lights out. I think. Uh, yeah, and and the Browns just. I mean, Joe Flacco had 307 passing yards. He had he was 34 for 46. He had a pretty, like, statistically, had a pretty, like, taking out touchdowns, interceptions, right? Numbers wise, 34 of 46 for 307 yards. I understand it's a, it's lower than 10 yards a, a pass, right? Average, right? Um, but 34 completions is nothing to scoff at. I mean, he had a statistically a decent game, but they only scored two touchdowns. Kareem Hunt only rushed for 26 yards. Yeah. I mean, you can't get your run going at any level of football. You're going to struggle. He was also sacked four times. Let's, re- you know, remember. Yeah. He's not as mobile. Um, he never was super mobile anyway, but he's definitely less mobile now. Than he was. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Texans didn't turn the ball over at all. You know, uh, that's it's huge. Typically, you win the you win the turnover battle plus two, um, especially when both of those turnovers are touchdowns. Yeah, you're you're. I think the percentage of that of winning that game is like somewhere in the nineties, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. If you're plus two on the turnover battle, both both turnovers are touchdowns. That's got to be high 90s. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Props to Houston. How about Buffalo uh, getting moved to uh, Monday? I'm here for it, man. They, you know, no personal bias or anything because I happen to like one of the teams who's playing in that game. Um, I want to point I out, was I was right in – I was in Pittsburgh like like 24 hours ago. They should have played the game there. Yeah. It was a nice nice, you know, 30 degrees, you know. 
you can play a a football game for like they're like if you're gonna move the bills steelers game then you you have to move or postpone or, or move the the chiefs game no you don't I'm like no you don't because what buffalo is no, with 76 feet of snow in buffalo yeah and the wind is 65 miles an hour <laughs> yeah no it's that's got, different it's got nothing to do with that's totally different I did point out to you earlier that the Bills, I don't know, they just, I assume they still did it because they're still going to have snow. But anybody who is eligible to work could go to the Bills Stadium at 10 p.m. last night for $20 an hour, scoop snow until your heart's desire was full. Here's, here's my question. I have a question. I have a question. Maybe you can answer this for me. How do you get paid... If you do that, yeah, I imagine you're ten ninety nine. I mean, there's just not some dude standing there with cash when you walk out. But I mean, I mean how do they keep track? So I mean, like, how many people? Like, how do they keep track? Right? How do how do they how do they keep track of like let's say let's say like a thousand people showed up, which unlikely, but let's just say that. How they keep track of who worked how many hours? Or do you show up and you're like, nah, dude, I've been here for 12 hours, bro. You, that's, you know, yeah. I mean, I think as big a pain in the butt it would be, I mean, I think it's a pretty easy solution. You just, you come in one entrance and someone's taking names and now proving that they actually shoveled snow for that amount of time, I don't think you can regulate that. I mean, you don't, you just don't have people stand around bossing people around who are shoveling snow <laughs> yeah but yeah i think they come in i would assume they come in one gate and exit one gate and when you you get marked down with your name and this is when you got here when you walk in you get you get a timestamp card leave. yeah you get a timestamp card this is what time you yeah. showed up yeah this is the time you're leaving yeah this isn't the first time they've done it they did it a couple years i, I say a couple years well, ago no it's fucking buffalo they have to right it's, there's no way it's the first time they've done it um yeah what was it they had it was last season they had a game uh they got moved it got moved got moved to detroit they had six feet. no it got moved to they're supposed to play cincinnati in buffalo and i think they moved it to cincinnati I, no I'm, i thought you me, were right i think they moved it to detroit, did it move I, it to detroit? Right I think you're right about I'm that look it up. but they had six feet of snow for that game, wasn't it? Like it was like it was yeah, because there was videos of when they got back to Buffalo because they couldn't go back right away. But there was video when they got back to Buffalo. There's players driving off in damn Yukons with six feet of snow on top of the roof of this thing, and literally yeah. digging their way to get to the driver's door. Let me tell you something. I've been to Buffalo. There is no way. Like if I was. Young kid looking to get drafted, and the Buffalo Bills was like, "Hey, we want you to come play for Buffalo." I'd be like, "You know what? I will take my chances, man. There ain't no way I'm signing a contract <laughs> to play for y'all. No way, man. I hate that place. What do you think on uh, since we're talking about it? What, what what do you think about that game? Like, who's going to win? Yeah. 
I want the Steelers to win. I think the Steelers can win. If they can keep Josh Allen from being mobile. I'm going to take the Steelers. While we're talking about the Steelers, I want to point something out to you real quick. Do you know how many games the Baltimore Ravens lost this year? No, three. They lost four games. Two of them to the Steelers. You know how many? That's what. Do you know how many? What percentage of their losses came from Pittsburgh? Yeah, half of them. A ten-win team. Half of fifty percent of the Baltimore's losses came from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh can win against anybody. Mm-hmm. They can beat any team in the NFL. Guess what? They can also lose to any team in the NFL. They could lose to the freaking Panthers if they really wanted to. Um, they could lose to anybody, but they can right. they could beat anybody too. Clearly, they beat the best team in the AFC twice. Right. So, um. Going with Pittsburgh, no, I'm on, bro. I hope I don't the jinx thing, your, the, here's, jinx you here's on the other thing. Well, well, here's the other thing about it, though. This situation we have with Miami and Kansas City. Obviously, I'm not saying that the Colts are not going to affect these guys, but the guys who play for Pittsburgh aren't going to be nearly as affected by the cold as the guys who play for Miami. Oh hell no, absolutely. So not. they're they're going to be a little bit more prepared for the weather than the guys who practice in 90-degree heat year freaking round. Right. Oh, we can get um, our indoor to 50 degrees. So we're good. No, yeah. No, I got to – Pittsburgh will be ready. Yeah, they'll be ready. Just deter- just, just determine – or just uh, – uh, it's it, it will be determined by whether or not they um, they game plan. They're, they'll be they'll be fine to play. They'll be ready to play. Um, but Josh Allen is is hard to Josh Allen's hard to plan for, man. Josh Allen's a good freaking oh, quarterback yeah. with yeah, a good freaking supporting cast around him. I mean, if they yeah. if they can game plan correctly, I think they got a pretty good shot. Uh, the weather's not going to be as much of a factor as people might think it would be. Um, it'll be a good game. So you're yep. going with Pittsburgh. In yep. that game. Yeah. Well, while we're talking about it, who do you got in the let's run through none of the NFC Hang games on. have been played yet, right? No. Hang on a second. We gotta hit our so last week on our picks. Oh do we have to? Yep. <laughs> I went nine and seven. You went eleven and five. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm glad we I'm glad we're going over them now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. When I said do we so... have to, I was really trying to. I was looking out for you, bud. I was trying yeah, to protect thanks. you. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, because yeah. the the way I run them down, like my first four games were all losses. I'm like, well, this isn't fucking working out real well. But so I, you said I went eleven and five. 
Yeah. Just give me the five losses. Colts, Jags, Niners, Dolphins, Eagles. That tracks. That tracks. Um, <coughs> all those sound like teams that I would uh, that I would pick to win, and uh, mine: Ravens, Colts, Browns, Jags, Chargers, Niners, Eagles. <laughs> Dude, I thought you picked. I or maybe it was the week before. I thought you picked the Steelers. I definitely did not last week. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. You did. You switched yeah. your pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You switched your pick. Remember because well, I I'm said ten and six. I said the Steelers are favored by three and a half because Lamar Jackson is not playing, and you were like, flopped it. I think so, dude. I think you. I think well, we're you, gonna go with that. We don't have to. We don't have to run the tape. We'll just go with that. Ten and six. I feel better about myself. Oh, we can go check the tape. No, there's no need to. Okay. I'm willing to give it to you. I, I think you. I think you swapped it. Uh, if we get an email from one of the two and a half people who listen to this that says that you didn't swap it, we'll, we'll just throw, we'll put that in the spam folder and pretend like it never got sent. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Not bad. Wait, so we did. So the our best picks were the last week of the year. That's yeah. That sounds about that's right. Cool, actually, I'm yeah. not. You know. That, Hey, dude, the more games you have to base your picks off of, the better, right? I mean, that's <laughs> that's, that's, 100%. that's how it works. 100%. Um, all right. So, let's got Steelers game one. Detroit and L.A. I'm going Detroit. Oh, Detroit for sure. At home. For sure. For sure. Yeah, Detroit. Uh, let's see where am I? Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. At Tampa Philly Bay. boy, you know I got to go with Philly. Yeah, I'm on the same. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I I just I I haven't brought it up in a couple weeks. Well. I haven't brought it up in a couple months, actually, I don't think. So you can't be mad at me for bringing it up. Preseason, somebody picked Baker Mayfield to finish in the bottom four quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, sure did. And Russell Wilson to finish in the top. Is there anything you'd You're like right. to say to is there anything you'd like to say to Baker? No, he's still a piece of shit. Him and Rock Reggio are on the same playing field. <laughs> Don't like Rock him. Reggio never got tackled by the Washington County Sheriff's Office. So was it Washington County or Fayetteville PD? I think it was Washington County. Just <laughs> uh, not fast enough, man. Not fast enough. I don't know what to tell you. Baker Mayfield is good. You're mad because Baker Mayfield is good, uh, and that's okay. But still, Eagles. Dallas Green Bay. In Dallas. Y'all are really going to make me pick the fucking Cowboys, man. I picked them. They couldn't have been matched up against any other team in the NFC? I guess not. I probably I don't want to pick, pick them. 
I probably would have picked any, literally any other NFC team over the Cowboys except the Packers. <laughs> so we got the same picks, bud. Well, good. That's We're right. either going to lose together or win together. That's right. That is correct. I got nothing else on the NFLs unless you got something. Well, I got one more question. So we know the 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 uh, the playoffs are set, obviously, because they've already started. So based on the picks we just made, I'd like to know who you got. Uh, who you got in the in the big game, bro? AFC Championship or Super up, Bowl? No, the Super Bowl. I'm gonna look up the actual bracket so I can see who plays who. Um. I mean, you have Dallas and either Tampa Bay or Philly in the NFC Championship. And then... No, 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 no. I'm a week ahead of myself. Yeah. I think Dallas either plays Detroit or the Rams. No, Dallas plays... Yeah, Dallas play... If Okay, if Dallas wins, they'll play Detroit. So I'm talking about just based off of our picks. So we're not... You know, the wild card round, we're just going off what we picked. So Dallas, Detroit... San Francisco, Philly, um, Baltimore, Houston, Kansas City, Pittsburgh. So I got, I'll put it to you this way. I got Baltimore, Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. I got uh, San Fran, Detroit in the NFC. I got San Francisco, no, fuck that. I'm not doing all one seeds. I got Detroit. Baltimore in the in the in the Super Bowl. I'm gonna be a homer because I think they can. Going rematch of Chiefs Niners. So so we're both picking a three seed and a one seed, which just the. Just the different three seed and a different one seed. You got your notes, yep. right? Did you mark that down? I sure will, buddy. I'll do it in like, black ink. I got Detroit, Baltimore. You got KC, San Fran. You know the only shitty part about KC, San Fran Super Bowl? It's already happened. No, I don't care about that. That's not important. What's important, the most important part of the Super Bowl is that you don't have two teams that have the same color. And they have the same color. And I just don't, I don't appreciate Yeah, they don't have the same color. It's red. Yeah, it's different tones of red. Doesn't matter, it's red. This is Chiefs. Red. It's red. San Francisco is more of a maroon. It's red. Okay, let, let me rephrase then. Would you rather watch red versus red or purple versus blue? Red versus red. You're an idiot. You're dumb. <laughs> go go play in traffic. This is a terrible this is a terrible take. This is an awful take. Rethink your life decisions because this is you're wrong. And that's okay, but you're still wrong. I'm I've been wrong so many times in the last 
Oh, I'm been, been fully aware. Thank you. I'm like I'm very comfortable how wrong you are. Very comfortable in my wrongness. You should be because it's such a common occurrence. I know. I'm just like. All right, tired of NFL. Let's talk about something different. Don't talk about. Yeah, mute your cough, bitch. <laughs> Hang on, before you get into it, I want to I want to read you something. Read it to me. You Serenade may have seen me. it. The number, the ranked teams, numbers 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 8, 9, 11, 17, 19, 21, 23, and 25, all lost this week to unranked opponents. Number two, Houston, losing back-to-back games against unranked teams. So I saw that Houston lost again tonight. Arizona lost tonight. And Texas lost tonight. But I want you to tell me about that KU game. UCF? Apparently they just shut us down. I didn't watch it. Um, Let me ask you. Well, hold on. I I want you to tell me about it. But but let me ask you this first. Is is Gus Malzahn... Uh, on oh, the coaching staff of the basketball team, because he might be, because they clearly have something working over there that shouldn't be. Let's see if I can. I don't even know if I can find their freaking. When was that? Wednesday. Yep, Wednesday. So let's see here. I think I heard right during the game today when I watched part of it that Kansas was up at one point 16 points and just blew it. Um, looking at the stats, because I didn't watch any of the UCF game, um, their defense was terrible. What, the Kansas Allowed, defense? Yeah, three UCF players were in double digits. Technically, three of the Kansas players in double digits, but KJ Adams had 10 points. Um, I don't, fuck, I don't know. They got beat. Well, I they guess I guess talking about Kansas is irrelevant because they're gonna they're gonna be good. They're gonna make the playoffs regard or not the playoffs. They're gonna make the tournament regardless. Um, so. It is what it is. Uh, they lose a game. Today, they, they're not going to win. Dude, no team, obviously. No, no team is going to no win every going game. Undefeated. No team uh, Gonzaga tried that a few years ago, and they got they got told what was going to happen. Uh, you know, took, took, took till the national championship game, but they still got told what was going to happen. They tried to, tried to do that. So, I would like you to go on your Twitter, and I would like you to go to the uh, – uh oh. Um, big game boomer Twitter page. Uh, double uh oh, because I can only assume this is something stupid. Okay, what am I looking for? About nine hours ago. Nine hours ago. It's not too many scrolls. Uh, I hope this the last. I hope that's the last time OU has to go to Lawrence for a very long time. SEC can't get here <laughs> soon enough. Now read the two below it. 
Here we go. Kansas is about to get every single call from the refs for the rest of the game. You can't make this up. Every time a Kansas player goes up to shoot, they get a foul called. Bush League. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm going to point this out. Uh, me and you have had this discussion multiple times outside of this uh, platform. Um, I think you and I have agreed uh outside of 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 baseball where you literally have a guy calling balls and strikes um basketball is one of the most influential by the refs sports that you can play oh absolutely um i'm i'm normally very critical of basketball referees uh this season i seem to have inadvertently stopped being that way. I think because my team sucks <laughs> that <laughs> I've, I've started to look at the refs a little bit more uh, objectively. And uh, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. It's all that to say that you lost by 12 points. It is not the ref's fault. <laughs> He's just pissed because we beat him in football the last year in the Big 12 and then in basketball. I just – if you lose by one – okay. If you lose by one point, not saying it's the ref's fault you lost by one point, but you have, in my opinion, a better argument. Yeah. Now, I'm still going to make the argument that you shouldn't have put yourself – if you if you didn't want that to happen, you shouldn't have put yourself in a position – for the game to be decided by one point at a at a certain point in time in the game where the refs would be influential to that, you know, score. Um, but a 12-point game? You you scored 66 points in a 40-minute basketball game and you want me to feel bad for you because the refs were mean to you? I don't I don't see that's I don't I'm not – I did not watch – I'll put it to you this way. I did not watch the game, and I would bet money that the refs were, at worst, average. In a 12-point game? Yeah. Hell, they were probably worse than our game, and we lost by, like, 20-something. Did you watch the A&M game at all? No, but I know it was a good one. It was a good one. And on the topic of basketball officials for a second, um, it was late, late in the game. And there was an official officiating this game who I know. And he called an offensive foul on A&M on a made three-point basket. And the call was that the shooter kicked his leg out to trip the defensive player after the shot. Yeah. Like he's on his, you know what I mean? He's coming down from after he shot the ball, he's coming down. Mm-hmm. It was an off-balance-ish shot, and it wasn't like – it didn't seem to me watching the game 
that it was like an egregious kick or like he meant to throw his leg out there to hit this guy. Um, yeah, but they are calling that more though, aren't they? They are. I, I'm, I'm of the opinion. This is going to sound so hypocritical. I'm of the opinion. If it's a foul or a rule, call it. But I'm also the opinion of if it's not okay, comparable like football. There you could call a hold every single play, but you only call the most egregious holds that stick out the most most of the time. When the game, I don't think you make that call at that point in the game. And There's I know, the, I know that sounds so so hypocritical. But well, well, hold on, because I kind, I kind of agree and I kind of disagree. I'll and I'll give you both sides. I so there's something to be said for. It's the same thing that we always say when watching, like watching a game. Let them play, right? Let them play the game. Let them play ball. Um, there's something to be said for that. At the same time, um, you know, and I know, and everyone who watches basketball at any level knows that there are certain guys who uh for for whatever reason personal reasons or whatever they call certain things more uh specifically than other things or they call certain certain things more um you know intently they pay attention to certain things that other refs might not pay attention to um, because that's not something they focus on or whatever. Um, so I don't know any of these refs. I don't know these guys that, that, that were officiating this game. Um, but Hey man, if it's, you know, hell, I'm not even saying that, 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 that this is something that, that doesn't happen, but it's entirely possible that, uh, I'm sure they do it in the NBA, but it's entirely possible that in college we start scouting refs. Um, I know there's a page you've probably seen it because it's popped up on Twitter a few times for me in the uh, in our last couple games. The have you seen the post uh, or the uh, the the uh, Twitter user who is before each of the Arkansas games, the Arkansas basketball games, he's posting the Arkansas basketball team's record under each of the refs that are officiating that game. Uh-uh. So there's a guy, I don't even remember. I mean, I'd have to find it. It's going to take me a second to find it. But there's a guy that's been posting uh, the Razorbacks basketball all-time record under whatever refs happen to be, you know, doing that. Like, like today it was uh, one of the guys, we were like 37 and 35. Uh, another guy we were like 19 and 15 and another guy we were like 8 and 7 or something like that right. now obviously those numbers don't mean anything right but there's something to be said for scouting right the referees that are that are in your game and if you know because like so in this scenario that you're talking about that this happened in the AM game if you know that this guy calls that you know that he has a thing for calling this specific foul. You make it a point oh, not good. to do that thing. 
Don't do and it. And I keep I want to correct myself. I kept saying uh AM Tennessee. It was AM Kentucky. Yeah. Don't 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 do that, right? Right. If you have a, if you have a guy that 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 overwhelmingly char- like calls charges but doesn't call blocking fouls, just don't even risk it. Just don't even like right. I understand it's part of the game, but that's but scouting is part of the game as well. And right. like with football, there's so many officials on the field that like you can't like that's that's a little over the top. But in basketball, like your refs are so there's only three, right? In college basketball. Yeah. And they're so close to 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 the players that like you could you could easily scout referees in college basketball. Oh, 100%. And I, I think that that, if it's not something that happens now, I'm sure it does at some places, maybe it doesn't at others, but if it's not something that happens right now, it's probably something that needs to happen um, for teams that want to succeed, you know? Right. Um, maybe if they had done that, they wouldn't have got called for that foul. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, and I know what I said sounds super hypocritical, but I don't know. No, I mean, I no, I get it, dude. Like, if, dude, if it's against the rules, call it. Like, I'm I'm all for that. But like, at the same time, if you if you know what a guy calls and you know you can get away with something, even if it's against the rules, like, right. dude, this especially, especially now that you're getting paid to play, you're a professional athlete, dude. You you do what you need to do to play winning basketball. Yeah. And if you know that this guy doesn't call certain things that you can get away with, he's not going to call them. It's not your fault that he doesn't call them, right? It's not your fault that a guy doesn't call charging fouls, right? Right, right. Like, it's – so, you know – Use that information the best you can. I think that Indeed, when, when when the players when the players weren't being paid, you could make the argument right about sportsmanship. But just my opinion, you may disagree entirely. Uh, sportsmanship still matters, but it matters less when you're making money to do it. Yeah. This is people's. I, I mean, this is people's livelihood. I mean, this is people's livelihood. At the right. end of the day, like these kids, these are these are nineteen, twenty, twenty-one year old kids who are making hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, whatever they're making. I mean, th- th- these kids are getting a. They're being paid to perform a service, right? Right. And they are making. They are generating a an absolute metric shit ton of revenue for the NCAA, right? Like yeah. that matters, right? Sportsmanship only goes so far. Sports, that's why people prefer or not prefer. That's not a good word. That's why people like amateur sports is because amateur sports are in theory about the sportsmanship, about the game, right? Professional sports are about the best players making the most money being the best players. Right. Yeah. Well, now that these kids are making this money, 
again, I, I could be wrong about that. That's just kind of the way that I, you know, I don't think it's I wrong. Look at the money, the money aspect of it. So more power to you. If you can get away with something, get away with it. Scout your refs, see what they call, see what they don't call. Play your game, dude. You get on your uh, on your Razorbacks. Man. I'm going to see if I can find a video of this foul that I'm talking about to show you. I'll okay. Be yeah. Around, but get on your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on your hall. Let's, let's talk about the Razorbacks. Uh, there's not much to talk about, honestly. Um, but uh, mostly that they freaking suck. Um, we have had three SEC games since the – New year has rolled around. 2024, we are 0-3 in 2024 and in the SEC. First uh, first game of the year, home game, Bud Walton. We got the damn Auburn Tigers coming to town. If you'll remember, the same Auburn Tigers that when they were number one, uh, Devo Davis absolutely annihilated on national television. Um, beautiful, beautiful game. Uh, this year, 2024 version of that game was not beautiful. Uh, Auburn came to Bud Walton and beat us by 32 points at home. Not tough. Not great. Uh no. A couple days later, we go to Athens, try to make up for it against the old Georgia Bulldogs, who, I mean, frankly, are not a great basketball team. They're they're not, you know, top of the SEC. They're not picked to win the league or anything like that. Um, and we get beat by 10 in, in, in Athens, which is – on its own is not a huge deal, but but coming off a thirty-two point loss to Auburn at home is disappointing. Um, and I'll be honest with you, today was more of the same, but today was a little bit more telling. So twenty-two point loss at Florida. Uh, The interesting stat here, the very interesting stat here, Keon Minifield played three minutes. Caleb Battle played two minutes. L. Ellis played three minutes. Joseph Pinion. Layden Blocker, Jeremiah Davenport played 21, 22, and 25 minutes, respectively. Flopped him. So, my, my dad is he, made Is he a, looking for something? Is he looking well, for something? Hold, is he looking for well, chemistry? That's what, I'm about, that's what I'm about to ask you. So, my dad made a pretty solid point. I think I agree with his point. Um... He's sending a message. Yeah. You don't want to... You don't want to give a shit. You don't play. Yeah. 
When is the last time? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight guys. Oh, seven guys played more than 20 minutes. Devo played 11. One, two, three, four, five, six. Another seven guys got play time. When's the last time an SEC game that Musselman coached? We played that many dudes. I'm sure you got me. You yeah, got I don't me. know the answer. I know it's I know it's not common though. Um, Devo Davis only playing eleven minutes is interesting. The argument I have, and I'm against the if you don't give a shit, I have a hard time believing that Devo Davis doesn't give a shit. No, he's the he's the only guy he's the only guy on the team that I I could never make the argument that he doesn't give a shit. So I read something is, interesting um, about Minifield. Apparently, I don't know what game it was, but apparently he – I don't know if it was just a, like a locker room interview or if it was on the like the official post game or what it was, but apparently he said something about all the guys just quit. And someone's like, I wonder if his lack of minutes is – <clears throat> contributed to that. Like, Musselman's like, you're not going to talk shit about the team, so if you're going to talk shit about the team, then you're going to sit on the bench. So what about Caleb's ba- Caleb Battle's lack of minutes, then? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Because Caleb Battle only had a few minutes. Uh, L. Ellis only had a few minutes. So, uh, and, and as far as I know, they weren't talking shit unless their minutes are because they don't give a shit. And right. he's sending a message saying, hey, you don't care, you don't play. I'm not saying so, that it, that is what's happening. I'm just saying like it's certainly reasonable if that's what he's doing. I don't have a problem with him with him if 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 whatever you're seeing in practice or conversations or whatever the case may be that you're seeing from Caleb Battle and L. Ellis that they don't give a shit. I don't think benching them is the wrong move. No. I don't think benching them for guys that that are talent-wise not as good is the wrong move. If you don't give a shit, you shouldn't be playing, personally. Right. I don't care how good you are. If you don't give a shit, you shouldn't be there. Um, I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying because I'm not – dude, I'm not with those dudes every day. I don't know. Right. Is that what it looks like? Absolutely. Absolutely. Watching the games, that's what it looks like. It looks like you don't freaking care. Um, I don't know that that's the case. From, that's just, you know. Yeah. A couple quotes from Musselman after the game. They're, I mean, obviously short because they didn't have anything to say. I thought Pinion and Blocker did a good job. Um, this is... This is just not what this program has been like for the last four years, even in year one. Not happy at all with the defense, rebounding, etc. So, I'll put it to you this way: uh, I read I, I read something online the other day. I was reading uh, about we had a okay, just so we're all on the same page. Elite eight, elite eight, sweet sweet sixteen, right? Those are our last three NCAA tournament games or tournament uh, runs. 
in those three years, I don't remember the exact numbers, but nationally we were like 46 and then like somewhere around there, somewhere around there for those three years offensively. All three years we were relatively in the 50s, high 40s, low 50s. Defensively, we were like 11th, 14th, and 17th. Top 20 defense Mm -hmm. all three years. This year, (laughs) we're currently sitting at like 90-something offensively and 70-something defensively. So the theory, or not the theory, the, the, the thing that was proposed that I think is fairly accurate is that in the past, Musselman has had these teams that were not great offensively, but he could coach up defense and we could win games based on defensive ability. And that's absolutely what we've done. The problem is this year was somewhat of an experiment in, Hey, what if we had guys who were good offensively who could shoot the ball right and it seems that the inability to coach those guys up on defense and those guys not really actually being that good on offense is pretty much screwing up our entire season is 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 really screwing us so yeah uh, it's it's so the 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 theory or the or the whatever you want to call it that this you know uh, online discussion proposed was that this is this season was an experiment to see if we could make a offensively focused team work and it has failed um, and so far I agree with that sentiment the only thing I'll say is. I'll say this. It does look like watching these guys play, it looks like they don't give a shit. It looks like they've given up. Not saying they have, just what it looks like. Um, they've they, they've turned it around before after looking not great at the beginning of conference play. So I'm not going to sit here and say that the whole season is just over and done with and, and, and all that. But right now, we – suck we are not a good basketball team um there is there is nobody in the sec that that is a free win for us right now right um i mean there's nobody really honestly in the sec that's a free win at all anyway um but specifically for us we are the free win at this point We've lost all three of our SEC games by double digits. Yeah, it's 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 not a good place to be. Um, th- there's a chance they turn it around. I just right now it's it's hard to see. It's hard to when it's is hard to when imagine. is it when is it too late? When is it, when is it too late? Um, what is there twenty? 20 conference games. I think that's right. Um, we're on three. You lose three more the rest of the season. You don't make the tournament. 
which means they probably don't make the tournament. So they could lose. Because to imagine that to imagine more. that they that they don't lose three more SEC games is asinine, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> it would be you you would have to be seriously Eric Musselman coach of the year if he does. Yeah, 150%. If they don't lose three more SEC games the rest of the season, Eric Musselman has to win coach of the year. Um, well, they could lose three more by the end of the month. Yeah, easily. Well, not by the end of this month, right? Are there three more games this month? I don't know. Um, Verify it, buddy. Well, I'm looking it up. Hold on. Uh, we have AM on the 16th, South Carolina on the 20th. Oh, we have four games this month. No, we have five games this month. We have five more games this month. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not only can it happen, it will happen that we will lose three more SEC games this month. So, uh, give me your next five. Give, predict your next five. Oh, those five? Uh, A&M, loss. South Carolina, we have a chance. We have a chance. Uh, South Carolina, that South Carolina game might be a turning point, might be a deciding game for the rest of our season. Um, yeah. Ole Miss at Oxford, probably a loss. Oh, A&M and, and South Carolina are both at Bud Walton. Uh, Ole Miss in Oxford, probably a loss. Uh, Kentucky comes to Bud Walton, probably a loss. Uh, Arkansas at Mizzou probably a loss and Arkansas at LSU probably a loss. Actually, I'll go ahead and call the Ole Miss and Kentucky are Ole Miss, Kentucky and Missouri. I am nailing down. So there's your, so there's your three, but they'll be yeah. <clears throat> potentially at best. I think AM, South Carolina, and uh, LSU, we have a chance, but I think Ole Miss, Kentucky, and Mizzou are pretty much you, you pretty much chalk those up. Yeah, I think we I think we certainly lose three more before the end of the month. We might lose five. Yeah. We might lose we might lose eight games in January. <laughs> like that is that is a horrible is a horrible feeling uh to have after the last three seasons. But like I said, if if this was an experiment to see if that if, if we could build an offensive, you know, team, it it failed. It didn't work. Right. In our last three games, just want to point out, in our last three games, we've scored uh, 51, 66, and 68. Our opponents in those games have scored 83, 76, and 90. Yeah. It's pretty rough. To say the least. To say the least. Yeah, so I'm a mid-major fan now. Yeah, I'm just rooting for, uh, <laughs> you know, um, the University of Central Arkansas Bears. Uh, that's my... No, I'm just kidding. That's your new team? 
I'm just kidding. They suck too. Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah. A lot of upsets this week, obviously. We talked about that. Um, I don't, outside of the KU and Arkansas talk, I don't really know what else we need to, uh, we need to touch on. So, yeah, I got nothing on that. Uh, quick NBA. I know you don't care, but John ja Morant out for the season. Uh, Labrum, is that what I read? Yeah. Something in the shoulder. Interesting. And I said, I know he had surgery. So, um, yeah, do you get suspended 25 games? You come back for a couple weeks and then you just check out. Free money. Good job. Free money. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think being uh, injured is going to prevent him from toting guns on Instagram? Or hell no. Okay, I was just curious. I don't know if that would slow him down at all on his uh, goal to get kicked out of the league faster than anybody else. I forgot what I was doing. Let me find this video again real quick. I had it, and then I decided to switch pages. Um, oh, is this the video of the foul? Yeah, yeah. Draymond, I don't know if he's playing yet, but he's back from suspension. Okay. So he had a long talk with Adam Silver, talked him out of retirement. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know why you'd talk a guy like that out of retirement. All right, you ready here? Here we go. Right here. I know what he was doing. Okay, here's the thing. <clears throat> I don't see that's the thing is I don't that to me is if that was what when you told me that that's what the call was for, I was imagining something way more egregious in my brain. And that, right. to me, is asinine that that got called. Yeah. The fact is, I'll be honest with you, right or wrong, I don't think it should have been called either way. I don't think it should have been an offensive or a shooting foul. Right. You can kick yeah. your leg out all you want, and 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 you can and you can bust your ass on the floor all you want. But the fact is, is that that's that's your shot, and you know, it is what it is. I don't think that's if I'm holding the whistle, that's not a call either way. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. When it blew, I'm like, what in the world? Are we and then they showed. I'm like, oh man. Jay Billis was like, that's just. He's like, that's a bad call. You know, that's just a flat out bad call. It's not. It's not a bad call. It's a bad call if it wasn't against the rules. Yeah. Is it, if it's against the rules, it's not a bad call. Is it ticky tack? For sure, for sure, it's 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 a ticky tack call. It is not. I don't. I. Can't, it's hard to say it's bad if it's if it's like straight up against the rules though. So do you see where I? That's where when I said like you. I just don't think you can make that call at that point in the game. I, I'm saying I wouldn't have. And if right. I was an A&M fan, I would be disappointed in that call. 
Oh, um, Buzz Williams was hot. But hot. here's the thing. If that shit, and not specifically that foul, but if that type of shit had been being called all game, don't do it. Right, and to my knowledge, like that hadn't been called at all until that point. I'm so, I'm just saying ticky-tack stuff in general, dude. If they're calling these right. little pibbly fouls, don't do shit like that. Like it's I mean, oh, they weren't calling hand check. Like they weren't they weren't calling I, body checks. They weren't calling like nothing. I understand as a player, like you're focused on the game. It's it 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 might be a little bit more difficult to like keep track of like what's being called. But there should be somebody there to be like, hey, dude, this is you know don't do this right right like i don't know i think it's a, i think it's a ticket tack call but i think that it's still technically against the rules i can't they're not going to find the ref or anything or, or suspend the ref for making the call but no i think it was a shitty time to make a call that was unnecessary right i got one more picture to show you then i that's all i've got it's just uh, mahomes's helmet You able to see that very well? Yeah. Okay. That's uh <laughs> worse than I thought it was. Yeah. And there's a crack like on the inside, like above his nose where that little check mark looking thing is. Yeah. And there's a crack that goes all the way up the crown of his helmet. Nice. And he went one or two plays before he took a shot. Playing. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about baseball, and then we can. Oh yes. Wrap it up. Um. I just want to reiterate something we, that we've talked about a couple times is uh, fuck the Dodgers. <laughs> right. I think we're all on the same. Yes. Same page. Didn't they just get somebody else too? I think they just. Am I wrong about that? I think they just signed somebody else too. Uh. Oh. See, I just added Raul Banez to the front office, but I don't, that's not what I was thinking of. I thought they just grabbed another player. I can't remember. Um, anyway, who cares? Dodgers. Spent they agreed to terms with Teoscar Hernandez. That's what it was. The Teoscar Hernandez. That's exactly what it was for a one year deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Um, yeah. So hope the Dodgers lose. Absolutely. <laughs> um baseball though college college baseball um february 23rd 24th 25th if you listen to this and we haven't told you yet or you don't know yet uh be there or be square college baseball showdown arlington texas bingo bango <laughs> uh yeah, we're doing are we doing uh are we doing three shorts are we doing one I think we're doing three shorts, aren't we? I think that weekend we are doing three. We will have three separate uploads that weekend. 
a Friday, Saturday, Friday night, Sunday. Saturday night, Sunday night to discuss. That's really the, all that matters that weekend anyway, because that's the only thing going on. Well, there'll be college basketball. That's true. But you probably won't care about that anymore by that I By that point, I pro- I'll probably be checked out. Yeah, I'm not. At that point, I'll just be waiting for waiting for selection Sunday because that's at that point, that's the only thing I'll care about uh, is the tournament. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it'll be, it'll be a good weekend. Um, we've got a bunch of people this year, right? I know for sure we've got eight. Yeah. And then I think we are aware of at least two others. Yeah. There should be 10 to 12, I think. We might have 10 to 12 person group this year. I think last year we had... 10. Yeah. Oh, we had 11. We had 11 last year. So if you're one of the seven and a half people who listen to this, you should go to Arlington. Be in Texas. Arlington. We'll be there. Andy will be wearing his Rock Regio jersey. Hell yeah. During the Oklahoma State game. And I'll be wearing just the, my. Just, just the Oklahoma State Arkansas game. I'll be for one game and one game only be wearing my Adley Rutschman jersey. Uh we've decided to rep a couple guys that we hated or hate. Let's say don't put the E D on mine just yet. Yeah. Adley Rutschman has moved from my most hated player to you can't help but love the dude. He's awesome. So I'll I'll give him I'll give him one game with the representation. Um, I'm. I just, man. I hope Rock Regia is there. I really do. I just want him to be there so bad. I do too. I want you to. I want you to get that fucking jersey autographed. <laughs> I want you to tell that dude how much you hate him, and he's just. Oh, he's gonna love it. He's gonna love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I hope he's there. Uh, and we can. Pitch so if anybody this. knows Rock, get him to Arlington. I doubt anyone who's listening to this knows hey, Rock Riggio. <laughs> you, you never, never know. Just DM this episode to like the Yankees minor league organizations, and I'm sure they'll let him know. Yeah. Um, I'll probably pay for him to go. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, what if he charges, since he's a pro now, what if he charges you for his autograph? He's going to kiss my ass. <laughs> I'll walk away from doing that little fucking ballerina dance he did around the third base. What if it's like shit. five bucks? What if it's like five, ten bucks? Nope. Oh, come on. Nope. You come on. I ain't helping pay his mortgage. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Adley Rutschman's there, I'll get him. I doubt he's there, though. That's like big leaguer. That's a different level of uh, fame. Yeah. So. Yeah. But if he's there, I'll get his autograph too. So, if you can get close enough, yeah. If that's yeah, he's probably got fucking Baltimore Orioles secret service agents guarding him at all times. Probably got to make sure that academy. Got to make sure that throwing hand stays, you know, safe. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You got anything else? The NBA sucks. Oh my god, buddy. I hate the NBA. The NBA sucks. John Morant's the only interesting news. LeBron James. Lakers are under 500. Good for them. Hope they continue that trend. Uh, yeah. 
And I guess nobody cares. We oh, quick news. Possible, possible, potential, maybe. Not entirely sure, but but there might be a guest next episode. Uh oh. Because one Javin Uh-oh. will be in Kentucky. Hopefully we may have a real person named Javin on this guest appearance with us. Well, that'll be fun. Maybe someday yeah, I don't know we can get that... Ivy back too. Yeah, yeah. If he uh, if he would ever you know respond, respond to, a to a text message that he yeah. certainly read uh, and and actively chose not to respond to, uh, yeah. he might come back on. Uh, possible guest, uh, possible guest Ivy, and possible guest Javin next next week. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. Got anything else? Anything nope. cool? Anything crazy? Um, no. The aliens in Miami, you know, didn't uh, you know? Damn, government debunked it. Well. okay (laughs) no I got nothing well we will see y'all next week on Friday later peace